Hello, podcasters. There's uh, an email that has just dropped into my inbox here uh, that I'll read without any context whatsoever, and it will just give you a little bit of a precursor uh, about something that you'll hear later on in the show. Dave in Liverpool says, My son managed to make his mum a cup of tea for the first time ever this morning after asking, Do you put hot or cold water into the kettle? Bless. Dave says, He's 24. (laughs) Do you know what, right? We have to do at some point on this show the weirdest things your kids have asked you, Phoner. Because I'm sure there's that's the tip of the iceberg of, of like, I, I can't believe they're actually asking me that type moment. So we'll tease you with that for a future show. But meanwhile, here's the show itself. Enjoy. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here with the Hometime Show. It's Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night. We're still in the no-repeat guarantee, which means no songs repeated whilst you're doing the washing up for the 15th time of the day. So a spooky afternoon here in my household. I'm sat upstairs uh, on my own and uh, getting ready for the show about 10 minutes ago. Suddenly an almighty crash went on for around about sort of three or four seconds. And I'm thinking, what was that? What on earth has just happened? I take my headphones off. I rush out of the bedroom. I go into another bedroom. Everything's fine. Second bedroom. Everything's fine. What's going on? What was the noise? I definitely heard something. I go into the bathroom and the bathroom mirror has fallen off the wall falls off the wall falls onto a a storage unit falls off the top of the storage unit knocking all sorts of stuff off the unit as well and the key thing to remember here it's a mirror so which way has this gone seven years of bad luck well my friends i think this is a good sign the mirror fell off the wall and it hasn't broken Blimey, and this is, it almost sounds like a poltergeist. Do you remember reading The uh, the Ghost of Thomas Kemp when you were at school? Do you remember that? He was like a, a kind of friendly knockabout go- a poltergeist, just to <laughs> do low-level stuff like, just annoying things like push uh, crockery off tables, nothing kind of scary with families and stuff like that. It could be a was poltergeist. Was he based in Hertfordshire? Yeah, he was in the Har- he was working in the Hertfordshire area, but I think he got transferred <laughs> up to Newcastle. Someone can confirm that for me. So is this good news or bad news? What are we thinking with this? Well, look, I mean, the, the folklore is pretty clear that uh, a breaking of a mirror is seven years bad luck. So if a mirror falls off a wall and doesn't break, you'd have to say that this household is now due seven years good luck. Is that a fair summary? Well, and weirdly, you should be talking about omens and stuff, because our friend Jess, who's the mum of one of my eldest daughter's school mates in, in her class, uh, she found not one, not two, but three yolks in an egg that she was about wow. to eat. A, a triple yoker. So surely that's also good luck as well, isn't it? Do you know what? This is This is two signs that definitely point towards good times are coming. Uh, and yes. I think right now we're all, we're all looking for a sign right now. So what would be really good is if something has happened to you over the last 24, 48, whatever the next multiplication is up from that. 100, uh, 128. Hours, that's it. Well done. If something's happened to you that you think is a sign, whether it's good or whether it's a bad one, let us know. 8.12.15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. And Bush, I reckon what should we, we should do is tot up the good and the bad and work out by the end of this hour whether we've got good times ahead or whether it's a rough time. Do you know what? Why do we call it an omen audit? An omen audit. audit. I like it. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. 
Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Ken says three starlings have flown into windows at the back of our house in the last fortnight. Now, that is luck or not, depending on where you live in the world, apparently. I'm going to take it as a positive. I like your thinking, Ken, but that's a tricky one for how we market, Bush, if different parts of the world say birds flying into a window is good or bad luck. Oh, I I think this is actually another thing. I think this is an example of the birds getting ready to attack and take over the Earth. And we talked about this before on the show. (laughs) They're trying dive bombing now. It's the Blitz. It's the Blitz, for crying out loud. Uh, Listen to this one. Uh, Eamon Curran's been on to say that uh, a bird pooed in his wife's hair the other day. And we were talking about this. Uh, Both our youngest, Rocco and Thea, have both had bird poo in the hair in playgrounds over the past few weeks, haven't they? So that's supposed to be good luck as well, isn't it? So we'll we'll put that on the positive side of things. Yep. And Stephen Wicks has been on to say that he put a new pair of shoes on the table today. So we're going to put that in the omen category, unfortunately, in the bad omen. Martin in Durham says, I've just had a really good omen. I'm currently wallpapering and the last three pieces went on really well. This is clearly a sign that I should go downstairs and immediately open a beer. It's, it's an open shut case very good Carmen says yes. my husband Bob has just come back from shopping with three bottles of wine that's got to be a good sign I would agree with you there Emily says I found a small bag of self-raising flour at the back of the cupboard yesterday hashtag good omen another tick in the good column and Pete yes. says the GP and pharmacy got my re- repeat prescription right on time and with all medication for the first time in three months and I've just made tea for my other half and a double yoker appeared now are they actually good y- good luck because Mark in the Fens has texted to clarify afternoon lads a triple yoker or a double yoker isn't good luck if you're trying to make a meringue that needs egg whites Everything in life is subjective. I'd like to go for a pint with him. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Mel, on the west coast of Scotland, texts to say, I've had the same thing happen to me. I discovered the mirror in my entrance lobby on the floor the other morning. The fixture came away, must have slipped down the wall, hit the skirting before facing, uh, falling face down on the floor, intact. So, uh, is this another case of good luck for Mel, or are mirrors more robust than we all think, and it's actually not the good luck that I thought? We're trying to use actual maths to work out how we're going to get on, all of us, in the next five to ten years. If we add up all the good omens and all the bad omens and take one away from each other, hopefully we'll have an answer. Eraser of Love on Twitter says, Guys, my Steve Strange book fell off my bookcase whilst I was refitting the carbon dioxide alarm, smashing my wife's Joe Malone Bergamo candle on the bookshelf below. It's clear from the celestial ley lines that Steve is asking to swap the Bergamo with a Jasmine Mir and Tonka combo. I don't know what any of that means, but I like it. (laughs) Uh, Are we putting that down as good or bad? I'm not sure, mate. I don't even understand what he's talking about, but I like it. (laughs) Ricky says, I've got a magpie that sits on the back fence every morning. It just sits there, glaring into the house with its beady little eyes, occasionally emitting an evil shriek. I'm starting to worry that I'm in a Hitchcock film. That's a bad one. That is, do you want that? We've got the same exact same situation in our house. One magpie lives, lives, like hangs out in our back garden. So it's constantly one for sorrow, one for sorrow, one for sorrow. If he could just pair up with somebody else, 
That'd be great because he'd be constantly joy. But it's just on his own. He's doing me head in. And this text here says, uh, we switched from plastic milk bottles to glass at the start of February. Uh, we have three deliveries a week. And I've only realised yesterday that we get 13 bottles a week as a result. And they add, I can't help thinking that everything that's happened recently is all my fault. Wow. Uh, this text here says, guys, I was on the loo the other day and suddenly the bathroom mirror shattered out from the wall and across the floor. It was like it had been shot from the wrong side. What's going on with these mirrors? Wow, that is bad, isn't it? That's double counted now. Our oh, good luck of your mirror not breaking. Because we've had a few of them come in, haven't we, about the whole mirror situation? Well, Daniel in Hull emails and says, on Friday morning, I got woken up by my bathroom mirror falling off the wall and smashing. I cleared it up and took it out to the bin outside and went back to bed. Forgot to close the back door, so got another shock when a black cat walked into my bedroom. Wow. (laughs) This is very much turning as we head towards the end of our little time limit. Yeah, a lot is kind of sliding now towards bad luck. BJ says, as I was listening to you guys on Absolute Radio talking about bad luck, I picked up a bag of spaghetti, but it was open at the wrong end and it's gone all over my floor in the kitchen. That's bad news. (laughs) Yes. And then I love this one. This is more positive, actually. Stephen Harron says on Twitter, guys, I went out for a jog a few days ago. There was a hole in my pocket and my house keys fell out during the run. I did a further two laps of the park after the run to look for them. My auntie, who lived nearby, came out to help me look for them as well. On the second lap of looking, we passed by a charming local couple who'd had a few they said are you looking for something uh, we said yeah my house keys they said good luck and then walked past us 10 seconds later the guy said is that them pointing and the keys were hanging on a fence would never have spotted them otherwise what are the odds amazing amazing that's wow. definitely good that is definitely it's good, good. And I've calibrated every single text and tweet that has come in as to whether it's good or bad. And the results are interesting. It's a close one. However, it's a 55-45 split towards good. Oh, thank God for that. Good times are ahead, my friends. You heard it on Home Time. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not Home Time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Right, time for a little podcast extra. We had so many messages into the show about this whole Omen thing that we didn't have time to fit them all in, so we thought we'd save these for you lot, our premium customers. Uh, Chris in Norwich says, Very sadly and regrettably, uh, I ran over a black cat yesterday. Not sure if that's good or bad. Well, it's not great, I'd is it? I'd say it's bad. Uh, no. I'd say it's probably bad. Uh, on the plus side, I found the lost hubcap of my van. So saying oh result to myself didn't go down that well with a passerby. Chris, mate, what are you doing? <laughs> Chris. The reason why that's been saved for the podcast. Um, yep. <laughs> as with this one here, from a nameless correspondent, I had a ghost poo yesterday. Oh. With the recent shortages of toilet paper, it only cost me one check wipe instead of the six or so handfuls. Right, that's rank. Thank you very much. If you want full clarity, it's a, a viz-based observation. It's a poo that you turn around, it's just gone. It's completely gone, as if it was literally a ghost. Uh, and then on a more positive and optimistic note, Alison in Bexley Heath says, Guys, uh, my husband Mark tried to hang solar lights on the tree yesterday. The ladder collapsed on him, causing an amazing support the NHS rainbow bruise on his chest. No permanent injury, and he's all fine, but definitely a positive sign. Ah, oh, that's nice, even if he has suffered for the cause. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, so here's a question for you. Do you eat things on their own 
that aren't normally meant to be eaten on their own. Allow me to clarify. Our esteemed colleague, Jess Izzett, from Magic Chilled, uh, eats something incredibly strange uh, in isolation. And I noticed her doing this on um, on Instagram and I had to ask her about it. Here's her defence of what she's done. So recently, I've been enjoying as dessert, actually not recently, since forever, a bowl of custard as dessert. And people are getting kind of funny about it. They like it as a sort of bit on the side to an apple pie, a cherry crumble, you name it. But on its own, no not interested well let me tell you you can enjoy it hot you can enjoy it cold you can enjoy it with a little bit of cinnamon if you're vegan or dairy free you can have it completely dairy free and uh, save that stomach and yeah i have even ordered it in a restaurant you know and i would do it again so Jess eats, and, and is quite proud of it, bold as brass about it, custard in isolation, which for me, Richie, just seems a bit deranged, just custard out of a bowl. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, custard for me is a side, isn't it? It's, it's something to go it with is. a crumble or that kind of stuff, yeah. Would, and if you saw someone that you previously had respect for just eating <laughs> custard that they microwaved in a bowl with a big spoon, would you, would you fear for them? <laughs> I think if I'm honest, I'd look at them and think, what's all that about? What's going on? Are they okay? Maybe, maybe I'll ring around. <laughs> Time for an intervention. But weirdly enough, right, this whole on its own thing, Simon Rimmer, who is from, of course, one of the celebrity chef from Sunday Brunch, he mm. was in the paper the other day uh, admitting that he eats stuffing. You know, like stuffing that you would have with like a Sunday roast. Yeah. He'll just make up stuffing in a bowl and eat that with a spoon. He eats stuffing on its own. Now, do you know, once again, that that is... That is definitely strange, but I think I need to come clean here and and tell you about something that I, and I stress that I used to do Uh, in what I call my wilderness years when my (laughs) diet was really not what it should have been. What I used to love to do was whip up a bowl of icing sugar. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that in a million years. That's worse than all the other ones. Custard, (laughs) stuffing, icing sugar. <laughs> yeah, you know, the kind of stuff that if you're making cakes with a kid that you just, you know, that you'd put what on. Are you, are you a horse? <laughs> that is so, unbelievable. Yeah, I, used to, I used to eat that on its own, yeah. That is, oh man, we're gonna, you're going to work hard to get any worse than that is unbelievable. Well, listen, if you eat something in isolation on its own, and we're all isolated <laughs> at the moment, Tell us about it now. Can you be icing sugar or custard or stuffing? stuffing. That's it, stuffing. 8, 12, 15, or you can tweet at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Sai says, I once ate a 500-gram tub of St. Ival gold when I was fishing and hungry. <laughs> that's how bleak fishing can get if you've not had a sniff. Yeah. Now, whether uh, that's butter or marge, I can't imagine eating that on its own. Either way, this, it's not doing you any favours, is it? Imagine the hangover from that the next morning. Oh, flashbacks. Sam Holloway has tweeted to say, guys, I'll happily eat shreddies on their own with no milk. Oh, what a heretic. dry, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, Glenn Ooh. says, and I can understand this kind of one, speaking as someone who did used to eat icing sugar on its own, Glenn oh. says, obviously, Nutella with a spoon straight out of the jar. Do you know what? That's kind of the highest end one so far. Your icing sugar is like something from a Louis Theroux documentary in like a really <laughs> rough bit of America. Um, Colin Ralph says, uh, I will regularly eat a six-pack of Brains Faggots. Do you know what? I'm going to agree with him. I absolutely love faggots. They are lush. So I'm, I'm, I'm with, down with that one. 
On its own? You'd have a faggot on its, on its own. own? Faggot on its own. Wow. Vanessa says, forget the bowl. If you eat cold custard, just eat it out of the tin. It tastes amazing and only a spoon for washing up. Oh, oh dear, no. oh dear, oh dear. I'm sorry. Uh, no name attached to this. Maybe they're protecting identities. My sister used to eat Nesquik powder by itself. I, meanwhile, enjoy spaghetti hoops on my roast dinner. That's not included because it's not on its own, but it's still wrong. Nesquik powder by itself. I'm sorry, no. Do you know what? I would be down on it, but I was going to throw my hat into the ring in this in terms of weird stuff on its own. I've talked about this before on the show, but I still do it now and again. My brother and I used to eat raw OXO cubes, so I guess that's down the route of Nesquik a little bit. Kathy says, you've got to try tinned mushy peas in a bowl. Delicious. Sometimes with grated cheese on top. <laughs> wow. uh, Ramesh says, a long time ago when I used to have friends around from school, I would warm up rich tea biscuits on the grill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but then he goes on, he says, but then as a finishing touch on top, I would put some butterscotch angel delight. So therefore they also, oh Ramesh, God. are not on their own, but it's still a strange tale. I, I think if you find yourself grilling rich tea biscuits, something's <laughs> gone wrong in your life. <laughs> something's gone wrong. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Betty Nails has tweeted to say, Guys, I eat raw spaghetti out of the packet. I've been doing it since I was a child. Raw spaghetti? Madness. Madness. No, 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 no. Uh, You don't want a cookie monster if you're eating that. A little broken (laughs) around your face going... (laughs) <laughs> uh, Paul just says I've, ju- I've just this minute crushed a packet of ginger nuts and I'm mixing it with melted butter now okay that's not on its own but this is weird he goes on and says I might eat the mix or I might press it into a plate just to make a bigger biscuit how long have you been on crystal meth for Paul just let us know <laughs> roughly uh, Lucy says hi I like a bowl of sage and onion stuffing made ready to cook with some tomato sauce uh, echoing of course how this all started with Simon Rimmer TV chef who likes a bowl of stuffing with a spoon as well he should do a book called Simon Rimmer's Dirty Dinners <laughs> uh, Neil in Kent says I always used to eat a tin of condensed milk just me and my dad and two spoons what, what a wonderful story of father son bonding that is I mean, imagine milk. them, yeah, in like just in underpants, just in underwear, <laughs> like those old World War Two photos of people running and jumping. Uh, Cotty says, uh, "I like to eat bread, dry white bread on its own." So you know, like when you feed the ducks, you throw yep. stuff for the ducks. You just think, "How are they eating that? It's disgusting." At least have a spread on it. That's what Cotty loves. <laughs> a lot of texts coming into the show about Biscoff. I mean, I'd never heard of this before. A lot of people have Biscoff just spread on stuff on its own. What is that, like a paste made out of biscuits? It is kind of. You know those lotus biscuits, beautiful things? Biscoff's the paste that they make those out of. It's gorgeous. So what, people are eating that just out of the pot with a spoon, are they? Like a I molten biscuit? I would defend anybody that is eating Biscoff on their own, Yes. I, I I would imagine, again, I don't know, I imagine the consistency is a little bit like if somebody chewed something for you and spat it into your hand and then you eat it afterwards. <laughs> is no, that what it's like? No, you're doing it a disservice. No, it's far better than that. Caramelised biscuit bush. It's the way forward. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, Gavin says, clotted cream. I've always had a problem with my weight. Can't think why. Uh, Gavin, <laughs> I... 
<laughs> I had that same thought when I realised that I ate too much icing sugar. And Hinder says, butter. I can eat spoonfuls of it. My family go mad. Out for dinner once, my friend said, do you want a bit more roll with that butter? I said, I don't really want any roll with it at all, but it tends to make people feel sick if I don't. Look, let's end on like a nice one, because these are going to give you nightmares. Uh, Marnie says, and I, this sounds like a taste sensation, I eat Yorkshire puddings as a snack, sometimes with melted cheese inside. They're absolutely lovely. Oh, yes. Oh, now you're talking, Marnie. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, this Friday is the glittering gala award ceremony that is the Hometime Lockdown Awards. And over the last fortnight, uh, we've been getting your verdicts on various different categories uh, to see who will join us uh, this Friday for the awards themselves. Bush and I uh, will be uh, delivering the uh, announcements of who's won in our. Uh, well, in our finest, I mean, there's you, know, you can't go to dry cleaning at the moment, so quite what my suit's going to look like, I'm not so sure. But we're looking forward to celebrating lockdown excellence this Friday. Tonight's category is a real humdinger. Hopefully you're going to get involved with this as well. Tonight we are celebrating what we're calling the Barbara Woodhouse Well-Trained Kids Award. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? No, we were talking about this, right, in our meeting earlier on, right? Wondering whether anyone will know who Barbara Woodhouse is. Do you remember her from the TV in the 80s? She was this famous, very stern-looking elderly dog trainer lady. And it was she was on telly all the time, wasn't she? You remember her, don't you, Richie? I do remember her. I do have a concern that no one else will. But yes, walkies and walkies. They were her th- big things, weren't they? <laughs> they were indeed. She had, like, horn-rimmed glasses and used to kind of scare the bejesus out of dogs. On national TV. So look, if you've got your kids trained well during the lockdown, by that I mean you get them to do stuff for you around the house, tidying up, making cups of tea, maybe cooking tea, who knows? We want to hear from you this evening. You could end up being a nominee. Uh, all you've got to do is text to get involved. It's 8 12, 15. Uh, the extra reason why we would like to hear from you is the uh, the two kids that are around our actual homes right now uh, are both <laughs> around about two years old. So we ain't managed to make them train. Uh, we haven't managed to train them to do much at all. So here's hoping. We'll we'll uh, look with inspiration from what you guys send in. So get going. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Stacey says, both my five-year-old and three-year-old are trained to get Daddy a beer from the fridge. I'm suggesting uh, that Stacey didn't do the training on this particular one. Uh, Although she says, although for fun sometimes, they do play jokes on him and bring a jar of jam or a curry paste or a Diet Coke (laughs) while laughing their heads off. I bet Dad loves that. Uh, I just need to teach them how to open a bottle of wine now, she says. Abigail Clark says, my three-year-old has been trained to pause, play, fast-forward and rewind on the remote, so I'm not getting up from my work-at-home desk every five minutes to do it. That is highly impressive. And Tracy Fisher says, I've trained mine to bake and sent in a brilliant picture of a cheese and onion quiche. Mmm, love a good quiche. I'll have a quiche Lorraine, please. Now, Richie and I were a little concerned that this might be an old cultural reference and no one will know who the old dog trainer Barbara Woodhouse is. Luckily, though, uh, it feels like people are making a connection here. Although Blank says on Twitter, Richie, don't do your impression of Barbara Woodhouse again. You did say walkies earlier on. You'll have a world of dogs with high expectations thinking they're going out for a walk. Well, he's done it again. He's gone and done it again. Nothing to do with me, Blank, mate. I don't want to get involved with the dog community. (laughs) And then another text says, guys, did you know I went to boarding school with Barbara Woodhouse's grandchild? (laughs) 
<laughs> she lives trivia. on. Thank Good you trivia. very much. No name attached to this. If you're going to nominate, do let us know who. Guys, my 11-year-old is giving me foot massage. Foot massages. Sorry, I was about to say foot messages, which are very foot different. Foot messages. <laughs> foot massages. He does it to get more time on the Xbox, but they are worth it. So to get wow. more time playing games, you're having to give your mum a foot massage. I think that's amazing. Uh, and Angela says, I didn't train them myself, but my kids have worked out for themselves how to make a working radio with the circuit kit that my son got last Christmas. They've Ooh. even got Absolute Radio playing on it. Wow, Marconi would be proud. I think that's the current leader at the moment in terms of top-level uh, kid training. If you can beat that, we want to hear from you tonight. You might end up being a nominee and going through to Friday's very prestigious awards ceremony. 8, 12, 15 to text the show. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Uh, M says, homeschooling of mum has included painting the fence and cleaning the conservatory for my two boys. That's good going. If you train them to clean a conservatory, get rid of all that mildew and dirt, it's good going. Yeah, and also, painting the fence, that's very Mr Miyagi from Karate Kid. Well done on that. <laughs> uh, Lee Burge has said, uh, the wife sent me this video of our lad well-trained, and basically it's their, I think, nine- or ten-year-old lad who's got a fly mow and is doing the garden. He says, you guessed it, she was watching him while sunbathing with a glass of Pinot Grigio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite a few steps away from trusting my kids to mow my precious lawn. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Uh, Kev says, my 12 and 10-year-old daughters hang and bring in washing. They do teas and coffees. They do omelettes. They do cheese and ham toasties. They cut the grass, brackets, misbits. They load the dishwasher, brackets, badly though. They iron their school clothes, brackets, when needed. They clean their room, clean ish they vacuum upstairs and all of this for five pounds each per week I'd wow that's it, a pretty good deal for kev that's a steal isn't it i don't know what the going rate is for that kind of age for pocket money but it, that sounds like that tv show back in time for tea and they're kev back in the McGill's 40s. kids if you are listening to the show right now go and renegotiate with dad yeah otherwise have a word with esther ranson uh, this text <laughs> says I'm a mum who's a parent to two boys, age 18 and 22. I'm a postie, so counted as a key worker. My youngest is a trainee soldier. My eldest is a salesman, so both on lockdown. I've taught them to make sure they pour me a cider as soon as my car arrives on the drive after my shift. <laughs> she adds, maybe not an award for parenting, but definitely train them well for essential services. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. That's your lot, nearly final song on tonight's Hometime Show. Cheers for your company as ever. Stay safe this evening. It's a Wednesday night here on Absolute Radio. Time for Richie and I to unveil the nominees in the Barbara Woodhouse Well-Trained Children Award in the Hometime Lockdown Awards. Who's going to be looking out some posh frocks? Who's going to be getting out the bow tie? Let's find out. The judges are very impressed and want to congratulate Angela, whose kids have made a working radio with a circuit kit they got at Christmas. They've even got absolute radio playing on it. Kids of fine taste and great learning. Well done. Going down the craft and creation angle, the judges were hugely impressed with Ian Plant's training of his 13-year-old daughter to actually weld. 
<laughs> incredible incredible. Scenes. But the judges could not believe the ages of children that we were talking about when Stacy got in touch with her five-year-old and three-year-old who have been trained to get their dad a beer from the fridge. The judges open-mouthed. Fantastic. We will see them on Friday for our awards ceremony that's going to be incredibly glitzy and glamorous. And don't forget, another category unveiled tomorrow. We fully intend to see you lot again at four. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. That's the end of another show. Um, I think it's fair to say, Richie and I, we're quite, we're quite tired tonight, aren't we? Feel it's been a good show, being energetic. We've put our all into it, but I feel yes. like we've left everything on the pitch. I, I would say that, Bush, yeah. It's one of those ones where if, if this was a game of football, the final whistle has just blown and I have uh, slumped to my knees on the turf. <laughs> yes, and I've come, I've come over to you and put my hand on your shoulder for a bit and then I've also, with my socks rolled down, lay down on the floor as well. Yeah, I'd have to say though that genuinely only happens uh, once a team has lost a cup final. I feel like we've lost on penalties, and that would in <laughs> sounds like we've had a bad show. We haven't. We've uh, we've you know it's been a great show, but we're just quite tired afterwards. But luckily we've got an international break, so it's going to be fine. No, we're we're back tomorrow. Oh god, yeah, actually no, yeah. So I tell you what, tomorrow's show we're just going to hang in there. It's going to be a leggy performance. We'll see you then. Until then, here's Huge Davis. You've reached the end of the Home Time Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person or wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.